A year and a half ago, I stood before y'all in this pulpit and preached a sermon that encouraged us to sing the songs of our sacred texts that echo in our lives today. The songs of our faith that carry us to new places and lead us through chaos. It is a joy and honor to be here this morning as our communal voices sing once again. Let us pray. Holy, holy, holy one, guide us by the spirit of truth to hear the word of life you speak and to give all glory, honor, and praise to your threefold name through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. A reading from Isaiah. In the year that King Uzziah died, I saw the Lord sitting on a throne, high and lofty, and the hem of his robe filled the temple. Seraphs were in attendance above him. Each fiery serpent had six wings. With two they covered their faces, and with two they covered their feet, and with two they flew. And one called to another and said, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord of hosts. The whole earth is full of his glory. The pivots on the thresholds shook at the voices of those who called, and the house filled with smoke. And I said, Woe is me. I am lost. For I'm a man of unclean lips, and I live among a people of unclean lips. Yet my eyes have seen the King, the Lord of hosts. Then one of the seraphs flew to me, holding a live coal that had been taken from the altar with a pair of tongs. The seraph touched my mouth with it and said, Now that this has touched your lips, Your guilt has departed, and your sin is blotted out. Then I heard the voice of the Lord saying, Whom shall I send, and who will go for us? And I said, Here am I. Send me. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. The mystery of the Trinity leaves me speechless. And yet here I am on this Trinity Sunday to speak words about the Word. The Word who creates life in places we assume to be dead. The Word who becomes flesh, walks among us, dies and rises for us. The word who whispers truth to our souls and invites us to feast with God and with one another. Like the prophet Isaiah, I am lost in the wonder and the mystery of this God that we worship. In a year marked by death, Isaiah attends worship at the temple the place where heaven and earth meet, the place where the boundary between divinity and creation becomes thin, 
the place where Isaiah encounters a living God and proclaims, woe is me, I am lost. For I'm a man of unclean lips, and I live among a people of unclean lips. Yet, yet, my eyes have seen the King, the Lord of hosts. Isaiah's bold confession comes after a mysterious encounter, notable for its sensory overload. The skirts of God's robe encompassing the temple Six-winged, fiery serpents flying to and fro, calling holy, 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 thresholds and doorways shaking, incense-filled smoke spreading. I am surprised that, one, Isaiah did not turn around and run out the door screaming, and that, two, Isaiah had any words to say at all. What keeps Isaiah grounded in the midst of such chaos? What keeps us grounded in the midst of chaos? We too come to worship in a year marked by death. The deaths of over three million people worldwide from COVID-19 the deaths of our dreams for how this past year should have been, the deaths of beloved saints of Idlewild. Grief too heavy for words lingers in the air that we breathe. Yet, we come to worship. We come to worship, trusting that our eyes will see the God who strengthens us and gives us peace. We come to worship, trusting that our rhythm of gathering, confessing, forgiving, and surrendering will shape how we live. We come to worship, trusting that the Trinity's powerful and majestic voice will flash forth flames of fire. The Benedictine monastic Macrina Whitaker describes the presence of God as a terrible beauty. She writes that yearning for God is not safe if you want to stay as you are. If you yearn for God, a sacred presence will begin to fill you. It will hover over you, nudging you to a new and eternal life. God will come and upset your entire life with a haunting presence, a presence that is both terrible and beautiful. This terrible beauty grounds Isaiah, and it also grounds us. Coming face to face with this terrible beauty, we remember who we are and whose we are, Woe to us, we are lost, we are people of unclean lips, yet, yet, we see our God, and our God sees us. This terrible beauty meets us in worship. Here in worship, we bump against and wrestle with the mystery of our triune God again and again and again. Here in worship, the Trinity orders the entirety of our lives as our stories interact with God's stories. 
Here in worship, the Trinity saves us, baptizes us, and nourishes us at the table. Here in worship, the cleansing fire of transformation touches our lips and sends us forth to partner with God's work in the world. My beloved Idlewild, Isaiah's call is our call. Isaiah's call is our call. The divine mystery, the one in three, the three in one, the voice that hovers over our mighty baptismal waters ask us the same questions today that the Lord asked Isaiah thousands of years ago. Whom shall I send? Who will go for us? These questions are the first time that God speaks in this text. God appears in the questions. God appears in our wonderings, our curiosities, and our doubts, in our uncertainties, our wildernesses, and our fears. Listen for and pay attention to your questions. For the holy of holies and the mystery of mysteries meets us there. I imagine that Isaiah responds to these questions with both great courage and great trepidation as he answers this terrible beauty that is our God. Not knowing where this terrible beauty will send him, Isaiah responds, Behold me, send me. I also imagine that Isaiah makes this cry with tears in his eyes and arms open wide, behold me, send me. Isaiah's eagerness astounds me, particularly as I witness how we, the body of Christ, live out this ancient response today. When you attend worship, when you volunteer at the mobile food bank, when you mentor and teach our confirmands, when your children color and cry in the pews, when you engage the deep work of anti-racism, when you support Mid-South Pride, I hear clearly and loudly the church say, behold us, send us. Send us to the depths of our souls so we may never be the same again. Send us to God's people so we may offer them abundant bread and wine. Send us to the questions so we may encounter God's revelation. Send us to where God is doing a new thing, where a way is being made in the wilderness and where rivers are being made in the desert. As the Trinity gathers us week after week, and as the fires of transformation touch our lips, may our worship prepare us to continue responding to God's question-filled call. May the terrible beauty that is our God upset our entire lives as we respond with arms open wide for what is to come. Behold us. Send us. In the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, one God. 
mother of us all. Alleluia. Amen.